What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another edition of the Crazy Face Uno podcast, where everyone has a story and everyone's story matters. What's your story? And as always, I'm your host, Shane McNeely. And boy, are you in for a treat today. It is my honor and privilege to introduce my guest today, Kim Burke. Welcome, Kim. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you, Shane. I am honored and super excited to be with you. (laughs) Kim, we first met, um, well, I don't even know how much. I've talked about it a little bit maybe, but I used to have my real estate license and I was... uh, personal assistant and I was on a team with a gentleman named Peter Everest and uh, I met you through him you Mm -hmm. and and that was kind of how we we first were introduced um, because you are you work for leader one financial which is a lending uh, mortgage lending company is that correct I lost you. Yeah, you I had an Amber alert. It just popped up oh, on my no. phone. Yeah. <laughs> I had silenced it and I was like, well, maybe I should have read I, I mean, I'm inside, so I'm not going to be able to see that. I'll check it out later. <laughs> um, yeah, so you work for Leader One Financial, mm-hmm. which is a mortgage lending company. Is that how you would describe Leader One? Yes. Perfect. Yes. So? And... My wife and I, we bought our first house and we went through you and used your services at Leader One and we just, we love you. You're a great woman and you're fantastic, so. Well, we love you guys too. Yeah. We all remember working with you guys and helping into your first home. That's such a a life-changing moment for people and we just feel really lucky when we get to be a part of it. Yeah, and you guys get to do that. Every day, that's something you get we to do, do. and yeah. be a part of such a, I, I'm sure you see every end of that spectrum because, you know, from, you know, I know Dana, Dana was super nervous, my wife, and, and it's just a big step in life sometimes, you know, and you're taking out a, a large financial uh, risk in some ways, but um, all for beautiful reasons and, and generally Are you there, Kim? Yes, I think I lost you again. For oh, me. no. Um, <laughs> no, it really is. Um, you know, sometimes we get so caught up in the day-to-day minutia of it all that um, we have to remind ourselves to step back and and look at uh, what each one of our clients is, is experiencing. And, and um, it's such a, a huge moment in our lives. You know, what do we do in our lives? We... We get a job, we get married, we buy a house, and we have kids. So yeah. to be a part of that that moment in in a person's life, we just don't take it for granted, and uh, awesome. we really, you know, pride ourselves in in making that experience the best it can be. Yeah, and and one thing that I know we love so much was just the human connection. You know, we didn't <laughs> feel like a number. We didn't feel like, you know, just uh, you know the it was just about money. We felt like, you know, you answered our questions, you wanted the best for us. And, um, I know we've, we've talked several times, but I know that that's something that's important to you as well. And I think it, it sets you guys apart, uh, at least in my experience and, and what I, what, from what I understand or what I've experienced, uh, set you guys apart from other places and other people. Thank you. Yeah. You know, everything in life, it seems like is becoming automated. Yeah. And, uh, for us, you know, I think there's two ways that that our industry can go. It can become more and more automated or become can become more and more personal. Mm-hmm. Um, and with a decision like this, it, to me, it's just so much more than a click of a few buttons. Yeah. And we're so glad that you guys felt that way because that's exactly how you we want you to feel. Yeah. Yeah. How long have you been working for Leader One? You know, funny you should say that because right before you called me, my dog was having a complete panic attack because <laughs> there was someone at the door and it was this lovely man with a huge bouquet of flowers Aww. to congratulate me on my 
fifth anniversary of Le- at Leader One. Yay! Congratulations. Yay! I wrote down 2014, <laughs> um, but I, you know, never know if that's correct or not. But yeah, that's awesome. Today's the fifth year Today's anniversary. My fifth year. Yeah, it's so cool, and um, it's fun to be chatting with you about it because it makes me feel a little nostalgic about you know how far we've come in the last yeah. five years. And boy, I, you know, on this day five years ago, I certainly could never have predicted. Uh, where I'd be today. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure. And so we we also had one of your former employers, uh, Scott. Uh, yeah. He was Scott Hoffler. He was uh, on the podcast a while back, and he was on here. And you know, he was one of the people that was helping with our um, our transaction and our our you know financial mortgage and. Um, so that's cool. Like you've you've evolved throughout, you know, staff, and you've evolved and kind of helping people develop as they're, you know, he he mentioned you as well on on the podcast, and um, I just I think that that's so huge in life in general, and just having those people that want the best for you, both as an employer and you know the the services that you go into, and you know you you just said it that you've would have never guessed you'd have been where you are today. What do you attribute some of that success to, some of that, um, your growth, and, and like just who you are as an individual um, in your position? Wow. That's, that's a lot. I know. That's a lot. It really is. I just and, threw about know, three different things at you, so. <laughs> <laughs> and really, it's all the little things. You know, um, it's the big things and the little things. Yeah. I, um, this was... I, I got into the industry right out of college in 1998, so okay. it's been a long journey. And and you studied you know, business been, in college, is that right? I did, yeah. I went to the University of Wisconsin in River Falls because okay. they were the only school at the time that had a, any type of a, a concentration in real estate. So mm. I ended up um, with a, I don't think it was a minor, but it was some type of a concentration in real estate because I knew okay. that's where I wanted to be. I just didn't know exactly where yeah. I fell into that that world. Um, but you know, there were, this is a grueling industry. It will test you. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. (laughs) And I will never forget at my very first job interview, the woman, uh, who heard her husband owned an incredibly successful mortgage company in Vadnais Heights at the time. And she looked me straight in the eye and said, we are going to know in two weeks if you're going to make it in this industry or not. Oh, geez. That's not intimidating. (laughs) (laughs) Right. But I, I knew at that moment that I was going to do it. And uh, boy, it is it is as challenging as it is, is rewarding. And I remember many um, days asking myself, what am I doing? Why am I working so hard? And, and over the last yeah. five years, I've been able to say, this is exactly why I did all those yeah. things that I did and, and went through the challenges and experiences that I did to to have this amazing opportunity that I have now. That's so great. That's so awesome. Do you, so you said when you're talking about going to school and studying business that you were, you wanted to get into real estate. You wanted to get into that world. Um, what, like what led you that direction? How did you know that that was your calling or what was your, your draw to that field? You know, I'd love to say that I had some amazing, uh, drive or passion or, epiphany at some point in my life but um I can say that from for from a really weird uh perspective um real estate has always interested me and even when I was really young we would get the little newspaper and I would always look at the the real estate listings Mm um it's always just held this this mystique for me that I knew I wanted to be a part of um but I always, I never quite knew exactly how, how that would come about. I thought I'd be a real estate agent. You know, I thought yeah. for some time I would be an architect. Um, <laughs> so all sorts wow. of different yeah. facets. Um, and then truly when I graduated from college, um, I was looking through the want ads because I'm so old that at my time when you wanted a job, <laughs> you actually looked in the newspaper <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like I was in that transitional period where that became obsolete, but I remember that too when I was young, when I was younger. But. Right. Um, so I found this 
this job posting for a mortgage loan processor for nine dollars an hour and i i i just applied for it and yeah. that's that's um where i began actually uh so that was straight out of college right out of college wow. literally within a week of graduating from college i i was in the midst of a mortgage revolution i mean that was a time when uh interest rates were dropping and i was watching just massive amounts of business come through yeah. this little organization and and it was baptism by fire all the way <sighs> yeah i'm sure <laughs> so you and and you've made it through um you've seen a lot of transition or a lot of uh different parts of this industry in general 2000 you know what 2007 2010 that range when the um, kind of the bubble you know we talk about the bubble or the economy kind of took a a downfall uh yeah the recession did that affect you what was like things like before that like what what was that experience like that uh, oh to experience that um, was probably the most uh, scary and humbling uh, experience of my career. Yeah. Um, in 2002, uh, my husband at the time and I just kind of decided to drop everything and move to Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, uh, the mortgage industry was booming, so I was able to secure a job really quickly. Yeah. And in 2004, uh, right, 2004-ish, 5-ish, one of the ladies at the company I was working for said, I'm I'm going to go and open my own mortgage company, and I want you to be a part of it. So um, I was just, it was incredible to to really come from the grassroots of a, a startup organization yeah. where we walked into this ugly, awful-looking warehouse-type building, <laughs> and... <laughs> she had this vision and she was laser focused and what she created. Um, and I was fortunate enough to be a part of was a thriving mortgage company that we grew from about four or five of us to, Oh, there was at least 30 or 40 of us. Um, by the time all was said and done and, and, uh, you know, we, we marched head first into that recession. Um, and slowly, one by one, you know, we had to bring our organization down to a smaller and smaller group until mm-hmm. we no longer could could function. You know, yeah. and at that time, I had a, a one-year-old daughter and uh, no more salary. Yeah. <laughs> no more income. That's scary. Oh, gosh, it was scary. Um, but, you know, I persevered in, in other ways through continuing to work in the industry as um as an assistant to a top, another top producing loan officer. And, yeah. and, you know, every, everything that we experience, um, personally and professionally, I think just leads us to, to greater things. And at the mm-hmm. time, of course I couldn't see it, but, um, where that was leading me to was a place where I knew that it was time for me to take on my own, yeah. uh, risk and, and begin a new venture as a loan officer and, and move into that commissioned world out of the safety of, of, uh, mm-hmm. you know, the operations world and into a, a sales position and oh, yeah. what a, what an amazing opportunity it's been for me. Yeah. That's so cool. That's crazy. That's a, that's definitely one of those, like you've got a family, you've got a new daughter, you've got, you know, this, this whole, um, other side to think about in the midst of like a tumultuous time and, and, uh, yeah, man, I, I, we just moved, you know, Dana and I just moved to, to Florida and we, we kept our house. So we still have our house in Minnesota. We're renting that out, but, um, you know, we've got our little dog, but it's just me and her and it's, it's hard just in general, you know, I mean, a transition like that and stepping out and it's a great opportunity for us both. And this is uh, open the doors for, you know, us being able to talk right now through uh, this podcast and through crazy face, Uno and, so cool. and what we're trying to create. And, and it's created an opportunity for, for Dana to, you know, strive, st- hit her stride in her work 
place and and to be the amazing woman that she is and and growing into the the future roles that in her goals that she has but we don't have we don't have that child you know we we have our dog we're actually going away this weekend uh to miami we're gonna take a couple days to ourselves and Awesome. kind of relax and you know we don't have anybody to to watch him so I actually shed a couple of tears last night and I was like I just I'm just worried about him you know he's oh, like I know. he's like my buddy <laughs> like we spend all yes. day together like we've like ah uh, man he's he's like he's my family you know he's like so yes. important to me no doubt. and uh just putting him in the hands of someone else in the hands of a stranger he's a he's a pit bull breed you know he's an american oh. staffordshire bull terrier and so they get a bad rap and uh, unfortunately and um very misunderstood and i'm like ah, i just like if anything happens to him like oh i'm like <laughs> it, it stresses me out you know I but know. it's totally different than having a family having you know a, a child that you just brought into this world so i say all that to i commend you i think that that's really amazing to have that courage and have that strength and to be brave to step out and to kind of chase your own your own dreams in the midst of all of that oh well thank you yeah the love of something uh that fully depends on us changes us in many ways oh, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah well put well put <laughs> if we go if we go all the way back let's let's take it way back uh to childhood and if you look back in your childhood how would you describe uh yourself as a child or, or your life growing up as a child oh gosh um you know i came from that perfect little white picket fence family very <laughs> traditional <laughs> and you're you're from minnesota correct i am i grew up in a little town called scandia okay um, I, I actually had an argument with my dad a while back about the population of Scandia <laughs> because I thought it was still 450 and apparently it's grown to 3000. So, oh, wow. Look at um, that moving up in the world, huh? <laughs> yeah. Um, but you know, it was just a sweet little, little life we had. My dad worked, um, as a, one of the first computer programmers of, of the computer. Oh, wow. computer generation which was Very kind cool. of a cool thing yeah that I didn't realize at the time but now I think it's pretty cool yeah um and my mom um did what I still consider to be the most impossible job of all which <laughs> is to stay home with two children and try to maintain any sense of sanity <laughs> <laughs> yes oh <laughs> um so I was very lucky and uh um you know, we we definitely had our own challenges to overcome as a family, for sure, as everyone does. But, yeah. um, you know, one of the things that that uh, I was fortunate for was um, my dad always encouraged me that I could be anything I wanted to be. So there was never a question in my mind that I had the ability and capacity to become anything that I wanted to be. Yeah. But at the same time, I didn't see women... Um, in careers uh or or career focused so i didn't yeah. know what that looked like yeah and for me um defining myself as a career woman and also as a mother has been hard and and i've had to overcome a lot of my own kind of guilt and, sure. and shame for not being a full-time mom because that's all i ever knew and Mm -hmm. and uh learning learning what that means to me has been a, a pretty big uh big thing for me to overcome so, yeah um, absolutely yeah I, I this is not the same um but my the way i relate that to is the reverse right like i'm i'm very dependent upon dana right now and mm -hmm. like our roles are completely reversed in so many ways like I'm the emotional, like, you know, whatever person. She's the, like, stable, like, uh, person in our relationship. She's financially, she supports our family. And it's, uh, there's this deep-rooted desire for myself to uh, be the provider. And sure. similar to what you just said, it's, like, that example. That's, like, just the example that we've always had, right? And to step outside of that and to look differently, like you were just talking about, um, you know, even like as a woman to look in and you you mentioned it too that 
maybe one of the hardest jobs was your mom, you know, staying home and taking mm-hmm. care of the family and doing that. And it's not under undermining that role um, in the family, yeah. but it's hard to see the path to a different way of life when you haven't seen yeah. that. Um, and, yeah. and I think the women in today's society are, are finding their way through that, you know, and, and finding and, and claiming and, and claiming their stake in this world as leaders and as um, career women and strong, strong women in the workplace. And I think that's important. It is. Yeah. But, you know, in the same respect, um, we all and you included, you know, have this new opportunity to support each other. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, my dad had dreams of, of being a great inventor, but he was tied to being our, our sole breadwinner. Sure. Um, so now, you know, with, with more and more opportunity for all of us, it also gives, you know, us and, and people like you, the opportunity to do, to live your dream. Um, so I love that. I love that about where we're going, um, in our lives and, and in careers. Yeah. It's just equality. It's, it's opening the doors for both sides of the spectrum. Like, Hey, if you want to stay home and you're a, you know, to be a stay at home father or you want to, you know, take a risk and, and be whatever, like it's not, it's it, the, the culture is shifting like that, that yeah. mindset is shifting to where it can go either way. And it's, you know, it's still got a little ways to go for sure. But um, yeah, I think you're right. I think it's beautiful and it's challenging, but I think that all great things are. Yeah. That's so funny. I was actually talking to Scott this morning, who you mentioned earlier, yeah. um, who was one of my, my dearest friends. Mm, and we guy. were talking about, some challenges and he said it perfectly if i'm not challenged i'm not in the right place mm-hmm. and it's just so true we yeah have to remind ourselves of that all the time when we're feeling overwhelmed and you know like we're we just can't overcome our challenges that then we're in the right exact right place yeah do you so now looking um you know you mentioned your childhood and, and these two people, your your father and your mother. Um, would you call them, you know, the most influential in that part of your life? Or are there other people that maybe influenced you throughout that time of your life as, as a child? You know, as a child, I was very, very protected. Um, my parents really were my main influence, but they were also my my security system. Yeah. Um and you know they gave me the foundation like i said to mm-hmm. to really launch and and be the best that i could be it just took me about 40 years to figure out what that meant yeah <laughs> yeah um i think some people figure it out a lot earlier in life but sure. um you know there throughout my life and i can just look back especially after after college and all of the life experiences I was able to have. And there have been so many people. And it's funny because the the more I, I push myself to grow and challenge myself, the more I find myself surrounded by the people that are there to push me and challenge me, mm. um, but also like love me exactly where I am. Yeah. Which is awesome. Those are the the most special people. Yeah, I yeah. I have those too, and it's it's the the ones that no matter where I'm at in the world, they're the ones that I lean on and I go to and be like, bro, <laughs> I don't know right. what's going on, you know? They're like, ooh, like you know, I I found myself in in Minnesota for that very reason, you know, one of those those people, my my best friend Sam Plumbo, and you know him why don't you just come here and figure it out? Like I had no idea what I was doing with my life. And yeah, you know, like I wanted to step out and do something new and, but yeah, those people are great. They are, they are. And I think that's a sign of growth is when we make that, that really just, you know, 
aware decision that those are the only people we're going to let be in our life. Mm. Yeah, those healthy boundaries, those healthy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so as you kind of went into high school, uh, we already established like you knew kind of where you wanted to, what you wanted to do going into college. But what was there anything that you can re- recall that kind of like led you in that direction? I just always find it fascinating for the people that knew what they wanted to do. You know, oh. I feel like there's so many people that go to college and, you know, there's, there's people on both sides of the spectrum. Right. But, um, yeah. you go in and I went in as a nursing major my freshman wow. year. Um, That's so cool. and then I switched to, uh, adolescent studies and youth ministry. And by the time I got to my senior year, I was ready to do something different even beyond that. So it was one of those things where I was like, Oh geez, like, here we go. You know? Um, but the theme was always, I wanted to help people. And mm-hmm. you know, that's still been a theme throughout my entire life and something that I focused on. Like I, I want to help people. I want to, I want to do good. I want to make a difference in the world. And, um, were there those types of things or were there anything that kind of led you into the business, the real estate, you know, you mentioned, um, was it archi- uh, architecture? Um, yeah. Was it like, was it houses in general? Like, what was the draw? I think it was. Although it doesn't hurt that I had a monster crush on on my partner in my architecture class in tenth <laughs> grade. But <laughs> definitely helps. Um, <laughs> no, I. Um, you know what? I'm. I'm not a student. I'm. I'm a workhorse. Yeah. Um, and from the minute that it was legally possible for me to have a job, I had one. Yeah. And my only, my mindset and, 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 you know, looking back, I would look at this differently now, but my mindset at the time was just to get school out of the way so I could work. Mm. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I figured out in high school how to, how to go to college early. And then I figured out in college how to get college out of the way early. And, um, the whole time I was in, in school, I, in college, I was working about 40 hours a week. So wow. I was not a ton of fun. I was not that girl. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I wish I could tell my, myself to just loosen up a little and have a little more fun, but I just it's wasn't hard. where I was at. Yeah. So, but you know, it, so it was the college experience, but it was more so the, the work experience that led me to, to where I am. And I knew, you know, I didn't know where I wanted to go then. I still am learning every day where I want to go, but I knew that if I did the best I could do in everything I did, mm-hmm. um, that that was that was what I needed to do to get me where where I was going. I yeah. just had no clue where I was going, um, <laughs> but now I can see it. You know, it's almost yeah. like now I can look back and I can see that exact path. You know, just like for you. At the time, it felt like you didn't know where it was where you were going. Yeah. But that was the exact journey you needed to go on to get you where you are today. Yeah, we've talked about that uh, a lot on the podcast as well. Just, um, you know, one of my podcast guests, Becky Yaworski, and we were talking about how these like little things, these people that you meet, the the experiences you had, like you know, hindsight going back, like would I go to the college that I went to? Maybe, I don't know, probably not, you know, not where I'm at now. But at the same time, it's like I met my best friend there. I met, you know, the people that we were just talking about that I like can confide in, uh, you know, Tony and Sam. And these these are my best friends. These are the guys that I lean on and the ones that I continually go back to the well and uh, the, the ones that challenge me, that push me. And those times have cultivated this the person that I am today, you know, I wouldn't mm-hmm. be who I am today if it wasn't for that time. So it's so hard, you know, there's, there's things that I obviously appreciate. There's things I don't, but would I, would I want to change that? I don't know because it's led me to where I am today and who I am today. And so, yeah, there's just those, those things throughout life that tend to do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. What was for your sure. first it's job? Amazing. My very first job was shelving books at the library. Nice. Yeah. Mine, I worked at, uh, well, I mowed lawns. I was kind of the same way in some ways. Like I, I mowed lawns. My dad, my dad was actually in real estate for a little while. And so the real estate company, Century 21 was the real estate company he worked for, but they would have, you know, lawns that they needed mowed or whatever. And the guy, the owner would be like, 
he would give them to me to to mow and so i'd make you know oh. 20 bucks whatever it was you know to mow a lawn once a week so bring in some money and then i worked at a tropical snow which is like a, a shaved ice you know type yeah, place i love so, it yeah yeah <laughs> just been working i know ever since like it's legally available to work and even before then yeah. i was always hustling you know some some yeah. way somehow so yeah i think That's those so are cool. like character to character builders you know you you no talked doubt. about how you're a workhorse and in your industry one thing that was always amazing to be completely honest was you work at all hours of the day and and one thing that I one of the reasons I I in a lot of ways got out of the real estate world was I want boundaries for my life and for yeah. my family and I'm sure that you struggle with that in some ways mm -hmm. because it's a very demanding and, you know, people are looking at houses at all hours of the day and, yeah. you know, it's seven, eight o'clock at night and you get that email, you get that text like, hey, Kim, can you send us over, uh, you know, like the financials for this house and, um, yep. you know, it's just demanding. I guess that's set the stage for kind of like where you're at today. Yeah, and that truly is the, the biggest thing that I am um, challenged by in my career is is the lack of boundaries. Yeah, um, I can see that. <laughs> you know, the the freedom um, to to be in control of, of my life and my schedule for in a lot of ways is is amazing. But yeah, kind of it's kind of like that that doctor that is on call 24 seven, but yeah. never quite just to put away the pager. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, it, it can be, it can be a big challenge. And I'm, I, I'm consciously working towards um, reining that in by, by developing my team and sure. Um, just brought in a, a new gal to our team, Louise, who is incredible. Awesome. Um, welcome Louise. Welcome Louise. And uh <laughs> You know, our little team is a powerhouse. I've just mm -hmm. never, never had an opportunity to be on a team like ours. Um, and, you know, I couldn't, I couldn't say there isn't one of us on there on our team that isn't dialed in 24 seven. That's awesome. Um, but you know what, we do it in a way of, because we, we care about and respect each other. Yeah. And, and it's funny because the mentality is, well, I can jump in and do it so that you know, one of my other team members doesn't have to. So we're all like pouncing on stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Which is good because it, it shows the camaraderie and, and man, it's not so much. My experience is it's not so much like what, what I do as far as work and my job. Mm -hmm. It's the people I surround myself with that. Yes. That like, if you're, if you can't work well with the people around you and like, you're not enjoying those people that you're working with and man, move on. It's just like it makes it miserable yes. and it makes it not fun and and you know life isn't all just like roses and sunshine and and fun all the time that you know sometimes you have to put your head down and and get to work and and I realize yeah. that and I think that you know I I hope that more people are are realizing that too. You can have your dreams, you can chase your dreams, but you also have to to work hard at times. But it's the it's the people that are around you and when you have each other's back it makes it it makes mm. it so much better. Oh so much better. I mean, I learned the hard way what what constitutes a, a poor team. Um, yeah. And I took that with me. And when I was given an opportunity to start to grow a team, um, you know, I had really specific uh, ideas of what made a good team member. And it's a lot different than what a lot of people think. Yeah. Um, and boy, oh boy, five out of five we're just you know it's just the most incredible team i've ever had the opportunity to be a part of and that's, we're a little family that's awesome and uh yeah it's it's an honor for sure do you is there like leadership or training materials or are people that you kind of lean on books that you've read that that have helped you throughout that process of being you know a leader and kind of cultivating that environment for your team um a lot of it is the experiences I've had. Sure. You know, from the very beginning, I can remember the way I was led in my, my, when I shelved books at the library. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, when I was the salad girl at a restaurant. Yeah. And, um, and 
you know, then going, you know, working as a, as like the lowest level processor in a mortgage company and how I felt, um, in the ways that, that I would be led good and bad. And then, you know, it was those feelings of, um, I, I can, I can still put myself into that position that, that entry level processor position and remember the ways I was led that made me better. And that's what I try to bring to my team Yeah, is, is remembering that, um, in my leadership. So, you know, our team, we're empowered. And mm. I say, you know, when you ask who the leader is on, on our team, we all point at each other. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, it, it's true. It's really true. We all lead in our own ways uh-huh. and we're all given, um, that autonomy and trust Yeah, that we know without question that each one of us is going to execute at the highest level possible. So we just let, let each other go for it. That's so cool. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. I worked at, uh, coming out of college, I went and worked at a nonprofit called Invisible Children. If you've been listening to the podcast, if you're listening right now, you've heard me mention Invisible Children a lot. A lot of my guests are, have, that's where they came from. Um, but I love, I love, love, love that part of um, Invisible Children. I, I just feel like they fostered that empowerment um, piece. You know, it's like, oh, you've got this strength, you've got this skill, like, go for it. You know, like yeah. hand it over and be like, all right, make it your own and, and go for it. Here's kind of the parameters, but we trust you. And uh, I think it it it's a growth opportunity. It allows you uh-huh. to to hit your stride, to be vulnerable and be like, man, I don't know what I'm doing now. Like, I need help, you know, and and not in a good way, because I think that some places you've you've you're like boxed in and it's just like moving target sometimes where it's like hard to hit that target that people are going for versus having this like, Hey, here's the framework. Go get it. You know, like, yeah, go crush it. And, uh, I love that. I think that's great. I think that's a a help. It's, it feels like that's one piece of a healthy work environment. Yeah. And don't you think it just brings out the very best in people when you, when you say, I trust that you've, got everything it takes to yeah to do this and do it do it well yeah and you just sit back and watch them do it it's amazing it is <laughs> it is tell me about your family you i know you you mentioned you have a daughter mm-hmm. um do you just have one child or how many how many kids do you have no i've got piper um she is i love 12. that name that's a great name just thank you um when i first heard that name i thought that embodies like a person with spunk yeah, and I feel that too. Yeah. Fire and personality. And it is all of those things and more. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. So yeah, she just turned 12. Um, Isaac, he is eight and a half. Um, I have my wonderful partner, Barry. We've been together for about two years. Nice. Um, yeah. Um, lucky are, are fierce and loyal dog and <laughs> <laughs> tiger the cat there we go quite tiger. a bunch over here that's awesome <laughs> how has um how is their presence you know i like i've mentioned already in this podcast i don't have kids but we can imagine that changing the way you see the world how is uh having kids changed the way you see the world oh wow um well you know, becoming a parent, it's unexplainable. Um, and you can try to describe that feeling, yeah. but it, it's it's impossible until you actually experience it. Mm. Um, and then, you know, your whole, I don't want to say your whole focus in life becomes your children because it, it doesn't always, and, and yeah. I don't think it should. But your purpose definitely changes. And, you know, my goal is to show these guys that anything is possible through my actions um, mm. and and encourage and, and lift them up 
to be exactly the people that they were meant to be. Um, you know, one of the challenges that I've always faced is I've always, uh, or in the beginning of my adulthood, I surrounded myself with, with people that always told me I should and, and could be mm-hmm. better. Um, and sometimes to, to a, you know, a great degree, but also sometimes to a place where I never felt like I was quite good enough. Uh, yeah. Um, so one of the things I really feel strongly about is, is helping my children feel and understand that they are good enough exactly the way Mm. they are made. (laughs) Yeah, man, I'm getting emotional Um, just hearing that. That's awesome. Yeah. (laughs) We all need to learn that, right? I need to remind myself of that every day. Same. Um, I, it's, I'm my own, I'm my hardest critic. I'm telling you. (laughs) Yeah. Yes, we are. We are. And then, you know, the balance is finding those people um, in our lives. I think that encourage us to be our best, yeah. um, but love us exactly the way we are. Mm. <laughs> That's so good. Yeah. Have, have you, so like with, with your kids, do you, um, giving them that space and giving them that, that knowledge that they're good enough just as they are. Um, it, there's this like fine balance though, right. Of like also challenging them. Mm-hmm. How do you manage that little fine line there, that balancing act? Oh, terribly. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your vulnerability and honesty. <laughs> I can crush mortgages all day long. (laughs) You know, ask me how to be a good parent and I'll I'll be in the audience. Um, Yeah. uh, It is my biggest challenge. Um, Sure. But, you know, a lot of it is being vulnerable with them too. Yeah. And, and that's been a huge thing for me. I've never really been a vulnerable person. I've always kind of had this wall around me. Mm -hmm. Um, And I credit, um, a lot of the people in my life right now, including yeah. my partner, who have just allowed me the opportunity to um, to be vulnerable. Yeah. And, and Good to, for you. Yeah, to really um, just say this is this is me, and I'm I'm broken a little, and I'm I'm far from perfect. But um, when I feel like when I can do that and show that to my kids, then they see it's okay to be that way. And, uh, mm-hmm. that's, we're still awesome just the way we are. Yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. Kim, do you have hobbies that you enjoy outside of, uh, leader one and mortgages and <laughs> financing? <laughs> oh, um, you know, that's so funny because when people ask me that, I think I get that same feeling that you were describing when you're like, I never felt like I had this, you know, this direction that I, mm. this clear direction. I have that, you know, in my hobbies, I don't have this, this passion uh, for any one thing, but I still get so much joy and fulfillment just out of the experience of life in general. Yeah. Um, you know, that, that I think that's, that's where my passion lies in, in living and, mm-hmm. and making finding the most. Yeah. yeah. Making the most of, out of what we have. We've been given a really beautiful life. Yeah. Um, I've been given a beautiful life and, and I can get caught up in the minutia of it really easily and, and let it stress me out. And then just learning to, to take that step back and remember to enjoy it um, is important for me. You know, I learned several years ago to, wake up every morning and and uh embrace my morning so i love my little morning routine that's great walking the dog and doing my little yoga exercises and having my breakfast and my coffee i wouldn't miss it i won't miss a day of it but um that you know that just that i think is what i'm passionate about that and then Mm -hmm. it it creates a good day and and life for all of us that's awesome what are what are your goals and ambitions? Do you have like next stage of life? Like what when you look into the future, 
what are you uh what are you aiming for is it is there anything in particular yeah that's such a great question i've been struggling with that one because i always have felt like i need to have a next plan lined up sure always always i've always had a plan b yeah um and i'm trying to allow myself to to let that come naturally instead of forcing it yeah um which is always difficult for me. Yeah, but... I was going to say, that's hard. That would be hard for me, too. I'm like this goal-oriented person. I've always got to yeah. have something I'm working towards. And if I'm not working towards something, I feel lost. Yeah, or or unworthy. You yeah. Know? And, mm. and it's just like, no, this is, you know, sometimes I have to take a step back and go look at where you are today, as opposed to where you were five years ago. Sure. Your life was so different and, and be really grateful for that. But also, you know, it does kind of allow for what's what's naturally important to me to to rise to the top and Mm -hmm. I think really you know I've been noticing over the past several months that women in leadership um is is important to me and I'm still trying to figure out exactly how (laughs) and what that means to me sure but uh I feel so empowered by leader one and, mm. and all the people around me to, to be a leader. Yeah. And what does that mean in my next step in my life? Um, I don't know, but I'm, I'm excited to continue to explore it. Cool. That's awesome. I'm excited too. And if uh, you get to that point and there's anything we can do here uh, through crazy face, we know to, to use that platform at all, please let us know. We'd love to love to help you out in any way we can. I appreciate that. And I'm so excited to see you following your passion and your dream. Thank That's you. inspiring for me, truly. Thank you. Um, so I hope you continue to, yeah, to like, grow with it. Like we were talking before we got, got to recording, it's scary. <laughs> yeah, it's, it it's is. It's really scary. It's, uh, it's a lot. And I, I resonate a little bit with, you know, the, you know, we talked about just a second ago, the goals and I, I had a, couple weeks ago I had this moment where Dana came home and uh she was like you know what'd you do today and I was like shit like I don't know like (laughs) you know like I wanted to be able to tell her like this is what I accomplished this is what I did today and I didn't have that and it was the most like for me personally that was just like Mm -hmm. painful right like instant defense mechanism like yeah angry it wasn't at her I was just angry at myself like how dare you you know like I feel so much of a I put this own pressure on myself because I don't feel it from her but I I feel this pressure to be the best that I can with the time yes. that I have because you know she works very hard for for what we have you know I mean it's it's I'm able to do what I'm doing because of her and she's financially supporting me she's supporting me emotionally and you know all these different ways and like I want to be the best steward of that and uh yeah and so I found myself just really upset and angry at the fact that I didn't have anything to tell her, you know, that day. Mm. But at the same time, it's that trusting the process. It's taking that mm-hmm. one one step in front of the other and taking each day as it comes, being gentle with myself. And yeah. it's, it's funny because, you know, the week that came following that has led me to, you know, kind of the future of where I want to take this venture of my, uh, of Crazy Face Uno. And and it was that time that I, I realized that, yeah, I spent, you know, a bulk of my day, like just in my head and, and going yes. through ideas and trying to filter out and trying to be creative and create. And, and I didn't have anything that came from that immediately, but it was in the days and weeks to follow that that time yes. was so important and that I had to trust that process and understand that, like, that was just how this had to go. And, um, you know, again, just to be kind of gentle, but yeah, I'm excited to, you know, we stories I think are important and, and everyone has one. And, uh, the more we can learn about one another and realize we're not all that different. We're more alike right. than we are different and we're more than our, our opinions and our religion and our political views or whatever that is. We're more than that. We're more than, you know, where we live and what we do for work, but there's, there's more to us. And uh, I want to bring that out and I want to share that and I want the world to, to be able to see one another. And uh, yeah. And I think that 
I think that that's powerful and I think it's important. And uh, so more to well, come. I think you're doing that. I really do. <laughs> Thank you. I see it. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, we'll, we'll kind of, I've got a few other questions I want to ask you and then we can kind of, you know, be like, they'll, they'll wrap up in some ways. Um, <laughs> one of the things I had emailed you a question that I really like to ask people are what are three things you would want someone to know about you? Um, you know, what are, what are things that are important to you that if somebody met you for the first time, they'd be, this is what I want you to know about me. Oh, I read that one, and that's always the toughest one for me. I know. (laughs) (laughs) It's a tough question for sure. I I don't even know, like, how I would answer it specifically, you know? Like, um, but, yeah, do your best, and if you don't come up with three, that's fine. No. Um, You know, I think, um, I guess I could look at it and say, well, what am I proud of? Mm. Um, (laughs) Yeah. And... I'm, I'm proud of the fact that I have, I've overcome, um, mm. and, and really evolved into what I, I think is the real me. Um, you know, I've overcome tough financial experiences, some yeah. of the worst financial experiences I think that we as American citizens can go through. Um, yeah. I, I feel like I've gone through those and I've overcome um, I've overcome, you know, a difficult marriage and divorce and yeah. and become a person that I never really thought that I would. Yeah. Um, and Good for you. Yeah, learn to accept myself and accept mm. love from others and, and love others in ways that I never really thought possible. Mm. Um, and, you know, I'm, I feel really proud to to have accomplished what I have in, in my career. Um, it's still hard for me to say that without feeling weird about it. Maybe someday yeah. I'll, <laughs> I'll overcome that. But, um, <laughs> yeah, no, you should yeah. un be un, what is it? Unabashful about your <laughs> success. You're, you're doing great. Well, and it, you know, it feels good and it's a conglomerate of so many things. Yeah. Um, and, and mostly it's the, it's, it's the conglomerate of the people that have supported me mm. and, and my teammates who have made just the most, uh, impactful, wonderful team uh, that could possibly be in my opinion. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's just what a, what a cool thing to be a part of. That is cool. Mm-hmm. That is awesome. Um, kind of going back to, you know, your job at, at leader one, what are, what's some advice you would give people that are interested in buying a new home and, and kind of starting that process, um, and, and feel free to, um, you know, give them ways to get in touch with you as well. I want to be able to send people your direction if they're, they're able. Oh, cool. You're so, you're so thoughtful. Um, you know, I think about even when, when chatting with Dana for the first time, mm-hmm. you know, when she was thinking about buying a house yeah, and so many people feel the way she felt, um, uncertain and overwhelmed mm-hmm. and you kind of feel like there's some mystery behind it that, that you need to unravel before you can buy a home. And I think, you know, when we sit down together and I remember when, when you and Dana came into my office and you I can almost see this moment when someone goes from a place of fear and uncertainty to like oh I can do this yeah and and I will do it yeah and it's so much easier than I than I ever imagined it could be yeah um, scary easy sometimes right right <laughs> and like that's just such a, a cool moment to experience and I see it it happens so often so, you know, to be able to bring that to, to anyone yeah. and, and I'm lucky enough not to just work with, you know, first time home buyers, but people looking to invest in real estate and, and make yeah. it their, their livelihood. And when they get to see that I can do that too, um, mm-hmm. and really take control of my life and my financial future, what an awesome gift to be able to, to give to people. 
Um, so that's what we do. We try to do it to the highest level possible. Yeah. Um, yeah. We are uh, based out of Minneapolis, but we work in, in Minnesota, Wisconsin, and Illinois. Because okay. I still, on occasion, get to help my buds out there in Chicago. Nice. Um, <laughs> and a couple other random states as well. But um, Florida? You know, I, I personally am not in Florida right now, but okay. I keep thinking I need to get my my license in there because more yeah. and more people are making the, the move. So <laughs> yeah. smart. Well, if you do, <laughs> let us know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I appreciate that. Cool. Yeah. And I know one thing that Dana really appreciated was um, it didn't feel like uh, there was like pressure into, you know, buying a house at the highest price it was what one of the questions that she appreciated most from you was what do you feel comfortable paying yeah and and basing your your mortgage and and what you're able to to buy on that you know and if you have some wiggle room and knowing what your parameters are is is fine but also knowing like hey this is what you feel comfortable with this is kind of where you should start looking for your for your home and yeah i know that that was something that really put her at ease and you know just made her feel more confident and trust you know your you and in your services and didn't feel like it was a a pressure to to buy at the highest price you know that's awesome yeah no that's so cool and i think going through that experience in 2008 just made me even more committed to that whole concept of, you know, the last thing I want to see people do is overextend themselves to buy a home. Um, And more and more, I think we're, people are aware of that. And especially for same home buyers, they, it's such a great place to be, to, to know your limits and then work around those instead of finding out where you can maximize things and then really struggling and, yeah. and you know having having financial stress is the worst it's the worst it is so we try the to worst. avoid that when all possible yeah <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> awesome awesome kim how can people find you how can people uh get connected with you yeah so we have all sorts of ways um that you can find us i think the easiest way to catch us is by email because um on the phone a lot or meeting with clients, um, sure. my email address is Kim Burke, K-I-M-B-U-R-K-E, at leaderone.com, and it's the number one. Um, so Kim Burke at leaderone.com. Our cool. website, my mymortgagewithkim.com, and uh, and then, of course, our, our phone number, 651-800-1501, rings to my cell phone, so it keeps us busy. Awesome. So it's my mortgage at Kim with, Kim. Do- with Kim. My mortgage with Kim.com is our website. Awesome. Our mortgage, my mortgage with Kim. And we'll make sure we, we plug that um, as well. Do you have an Instagram? I do. Through leader one or? Well, I do, but my amazing teammate Courtney manages our Facebook and our Instagram. Cool. And I couldn't even come to tell you what that is. She'll be so <laughs> it's okay we're gonna we're gonna help her out and we're gonna help you out and we'll uh we'll make sure that's linked and everything whenever we post the podcast so very cool kim is is there anything you want to leave us with any uh any parting words um you know just looking at what you're doing and in so many of the people around us um truly what i feel like we all have in common is that we just refuse to give up Mm. and what we predict our life might look like in five years is probably completely different than what it will be. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But in in all honesty, it's better. It's better than what we're predicting. So, um, you know, to just kind of open our minds and allow, allow our life to, to be guided and, amazing things will happen yeah no doubt awesome thank you so much kim yeah i'm gonna close this out all right everybody thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the podcast with kim burke again if you uh are interested in purchasing a home 
uh, getting a mortgage and you live in the Minnesota, Illinois, Wisconsin area, um, give, her a, give her an email, shoot her an email, give her a call, visit her website, kimburke at leader1.com, mymortgagewithkim.com, and uh, see our posts. We'll, we'll make sure to have that up. She's an amazing woman. She's an amazing individual that's doing some amazing things through Leader One Financial and Mortgage Lending. Remember, do good, make a difference, find ways to empower and love and celebrate those people in your life and the people you come across every day. We appreciate you out there. Love you. Peace.